Welcome to the 5 a.m. call presented by BAM, where you will build a repeatable morning routine through motivation and masterminding. Our calls are live every day, Monday through Saturday. You can sign up for the live calls at 5amcall.com and join the private Facebook community. If you're a real estate agent to further advance your career, grow your brand, and actually sell more homes, join me on BAMX with the link below. We have the best courses, live streams, and community for real estate agents. We believe that legacy real estate media is broken and we are here to fix it. That's why BAMX comes at a fraction of the cost and you can get a discount by using the code 5AMCALL. Join me in BAMX today. Other platforms tell you what to do. We actually show you how to do it. Hit the link below for BAMX and use the discount code 5AMCALL. Good morning, 5AM friends. Today is Wednesday, September 27th, 2023, and this is Lisa Chinati calling in from Boston, Massachusetts. I know I've shared that I've embedded myself back into the day-to-day happenings in the business, both from the staff side and the agent side. I'm not actually selling homes and working with clients quite actively, but I'm generally out shadowing appointments with agents three times or so each week. I've sat at open houses, been a participant in buyer consults, and I've been to several listing appointments over the past few weeks. This past weekend, I was humbled deeply. Our inside sales team booked a listing appointment at a home located in a prestigious suburb of Boston. The notes provided by the inside sales team stated that the seller said he thought his home was worth $1.6 to $1.7 million. The home has seven bedrooms, sits at the end of a cul-de-sac, and was being freshly painted top to bottom, both inside and out. The seller was super motivated and wants the home on the market and sold ASAP so that he can move out of state. I'm reading these notes with Jason, and we're both like, easy, we've got this. We have agents that work in that price point. We know that no one in our local market can touch our newly revamped marketing plan. And we keep reading as we discuss which agent will be the best fit for this appointment. The thing that is most important to the seller is hiring an agent who has a deep understanding of the local market and a serious track record of sales in that community. In the past three years, we've only sold five homes in this community. We represented the buyer in each transaction. But as we all know, there are ways to navigate this, and I wasn't worried at all. We selected an agent to cover the appointment and got to work. Marketing package was ready to go. CMA was completed masterfully with four comps all within a half mile and sold within the past four months. And they show the $1.6 to $1.7 million range the seller is expecting, all with five or more bedrooms and around the same square footage, one even on the same street. Research was completed. Schools, local highlights, country club details, market data, you name it, we had it. On the day of the appointment, we get to the house and I suddenly have a lump in my throat. The exterior is rough. The painters didn't scrape before painting, nor did they replace any rot. The windows are original to 1962. The landscaping hasn't been attended to in a very long time. When we walk in, it gets worse. Someone told the seller to paint everything white, and I mean everything. There isn't a drop of color left anywhere in the house. The bathrooms, all five of them, are either original or from 1985. The hardwood floors are in rough condition. All clearly need to be sanded and refinished. We even learned that the seller's last dog had an affinity for claiming various spots in the living room. And as such, those various spots were permanently stained. Normally, this wouldn't be an issue. 
but the comps in our CMA are all beautifully renovated and maintained. Now there are some offsets. This property is over three acres with the most bucolic private pond and red barn for horses. It sits at the very end of a cul-de-sac and it has a first floor bedroom suite for someone who needs multi-generational living. But will these things offset condition? Honestly, I didn't know. We didn't know the market well enough. We left that day without a signed contract and scheduled a return visit for a few days later. Hours of time spent poring over MLS and market data, and I still had no real clarity on how to price this home or whether the seller's number was realistic. I knew how we'd market it. I knew the strategy, and I was passionate about all of that. But we sat in that appointment, and I know that there was a smidge of doubt and hesitation in my voice. The seller said he still had one other agent to meet with and would then decide. I didn't even present the contract at that appointment. This is not at all how I do things. I walked out and said to the agent that was with me that we weren't going to get this one, but the seller had definitely picked up on that lack of confidence in my voice. Well, sure as shit, Sunday afternoon we got the call. He loved us. It was a hard decision. He loved our marketing plan and saw our passion for the industry, blah, 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 blah. But he went with an agent who lives in town and who sells 20 homes a year in that town. We didn't deserve that listing. And truth be told, I was kind of relieved as I wasn't confident in pricing, but we still lost. We finished in second, and that stung. I hate to lose. You might be wondering why I chose to share this. It's not because I think my sales skills are phenomenal or because I never lose. Because I don't think my skills are phenomenal and I do lose. But trust me, there's a silver lining in coming in second, and I'd like to share that perspective with you today. When you finish in second place, you're presented with a unique vantage point. You're close enough to taste success, yet far enough to still feel the hunger. It's a delicate balance that can push you to analyze, learn, and adapt. Consider the story of famous Olympic sprinter Usain Bolt. In the early stages of his career, Bolt faced numerous defeats. But did he let those second place finishes define him? Absolutely not. Instead, he used them as stepping stones. He meticulously studied his races, recognized areas of improvement, and trained even harder. The result? He became the fastest man in the world, shattering world records and leaving his competitors in the dust. You see, when you come in second, you gain insights that the winner might overlook. You become acutely aware of the gaps in your strategy, the areas of improvement in your execution, and most importantly, the mindset shifts that are required to get to that coveted first place. But here's the catch. How you rebound from finishing in second is entirely up to you. You have the choice to view it as a setback or as a set up. You can either let it define your future or use it as a defining moment that propels you to greater heights. Our industry is no different. The real estate landscape is, as we know, ever evolving, especially right now, and the path to success is paved with challenges. Finishing second in a deal, missing out on a prime listing, or not hitting your quarterly targets can be disheartening. But remember, each of these moments offers a lesson, an opportunity to refine your approach, and a chance to come back stronger. Your resilience, determination, and the willingness to learn from second-place finishes are what will set you apart. These experiences will mold you, shape you, and prepare you for the many wins that lie ahead. Embrace the power of second place. Let it fuel your passion, drive your ambition, and be the catalyst for your success. Remember, it's not the one loss that defines your future, but how you choose to respond to it. So I'll see you back all I'll see you all back here tomorrow at five AM.